0: Guess what, everyone? It's season two. Thank you so much for being part of this Spill it journey with me and tuning in to the Spill it podcast. Spill it is a show where I get to speak to inspirational people and share inspirational stories to connect people together, inspire people, and everybody should be learning something new. Spill it is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm over on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Viewers are able to be part of the conversation by joining in and leaving comments as part of the live streams. For more information on Spillit, to find the links of the live shows, find upcoming episodes and guests, to be part of the show, or to support me by joining the official Spillit Patreon or get yourself some merch, head over to the Spillit website at www.spillit.uk. Hello, hello, hello. We are back, back, back again. My name is Marcus Wright, and this is Spill it. Welcome to my little show called Spill it. This is a show where I get to speak to inspirational people and share inspirational stories to connect people together, inspire others, and hopefully, everybody will learn something new. And this episode is no different. This episode is 47 Stronger, featuring... Laura Sylvester and Laura Sylvester will be joining us at 7.10 p.m. Until then, you get the lovely pleasure of having me. (laughs) But Laura Sylvester will be in the house and she'll be talking about her story and the incredible journey that she has been on. So make sure that you are staying tuned for that. And don't forget to like, share and comment. Drop me a like if you're watching this. Drop me a share as well get it out far and wide get it to people who may not necessarily know what spill it's all about get people into the spill it bold and also don't forget to comment as well drop a comment and just say hi let me know who's watching where you're watching from what the weather's like where you're watching from you know let me know just drop a comment and let me know if you haven't checked out the other episodes yet make sure you do head over to the Spillet website at www.spillit.uk and you'll be able to catch up with all of the episodes that we've got, including all of the episodes over in season one. Keep those comments and questions rolling in because it means we get to interact with those comments as well. Drop a comment, let me know. And then also, if you've got any questions for Laura, drop a comment and let her know what you think of her journey or ask her any questions and we'll answer them live on air. And above all, make sure you've hit that share button. Go on, do it for me. Do it for me. Hit the share button. Let's get it far and wide. Okay. (sighs) Now that's out of the way, let's talk about some amazing announcements. So here you go. Here is my amazing announcement, amazing news. Just had a comment from Who's Mike watching from Twitch. Hey, Marcus, hope you're having a great day. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Thank you, Mike, for tuning in. Thank you for your comment as well. I'm having a brilliant day, especially because of this news that I'm about to share with you all right now. So I've had confirmation. (laughs) I've had confirmation today uh, that I am going to be given a slot on... Beat 103 Radio, which is in Preston. So I will actually be a radio presenter, presenting my own show, playing my own music. Not my own music, obviously music from artists, but playing playing the music of my choice and yours if you tune in. Uh, But I'll be playing my own uh, playlist. I'll be playing all of that live on air weekly, which is absolutely incredible news. I cannot wait for it oh my life I, I, I genuinely couldn't believe it when, when I, I, got, I was told about it this is, uh, this is incredible, this is absolutely incredible, so yeah, I will be Mr. Marcus on the radio <laughs>
1: uh,
0: Yvonne's joined how do, and then she's giving me a w- yay woo with the radio news thank you so much Ivan, for joining who's Mike again, wonderful news, it's getting very difficult to avoid yeah <laughs> I am taking over. I am trying my best to conquer the world. That's what it is. (laughs) I love it. Linda, morning, Mr. Magoo and teacups. Morning to you, Linda, my fabulous teacup over there. Thank you so much for joining. And I wanted to talk about my last bit of news, because this is very, very, very important. Okay? You ready? This is the last week, last week to vote. So you've heard me talk about this every single week on this show. You've seen it on Facebook. You've seen it on my personals. I am up for a national award. award, I can't even speak. (laughs) Let's try that again. I am up for a national award for the positive role model of 2021, of the National Diversity Awards, which is supported by ITB News. Some amazing teacup out there nominated me for the work that I've done for the LGBTQ community and more, uh, obviously with mental health. And I have received so many votes, so many nominations, and I was put forward for this award. Voting clauses next Friday. So that's Friday, the 4th of June. Okay, that's when voting finishes. Means that nobody will be able to vote for me. It means that you can stop listening to me going on about these votes all the time. (laughs) But next Friday is the final chance to vote for me. Now I've submitted all of my things. So uh, the National Diversity Awards got in touch and they wanted me to uh, send me send them over loads of evidence of, of the work that I've done, any newspaper clippings and there's been a lot, there's been a lot of news, cl- news clippings. We've had Blog Preston, we've had LEP, and then obviously there was the Christmas lights and all that lot as well. And um, So yeah, I've sent off all of that information, all of that evidence as well. I've written all of my scenarios. So they ask you like lots of different questions. So I've done all of that. And now it is down to you guys. If you have not voted yet, please, can you do so? All you have to do is head over to the Spill It website, okay? Head over to the Spill It website, www.spillit.uk. is rolling across the bottom of the screen right now. On the main page, you will see a lovely picture of me saying, let's spill it, okay? On that, all you would have to do is click the link. It will take you directly to the National Diversity Awards website where you can vote for me it actually pulls up my profile as well so you literally don't have to do anything you don't have to search for anything you just click that link and then up my profile comes you type in the box why you think i am a positive role model specifically for the lgbtq plus community once you have done that once you have casted your vote you then check your email inbox okay so once you check your email inbox you'll have a a uh, notification from the National Diversity Awards that will just ask you to submit your vote. That is it. So it's just to confirm that the vote is genuine. That is all. And once you have done that, it means that you have voted for me. Now, if you have voted for me, thank you so, so much. There has been so many people that have voted for me, and I know that I keep asking for people to keep voting, but you know it's very, very important for me. If you have voted for me, please make sure that you have asked friends and asked family to do so as well you know my story you know what i've done and what i've been through etc the more that you guys can get those votes in for me the more chance i have at winning this award or not even just winning the award uh, i would absolutely love to be shortlisted for it so what happens is is that on the 4th of june the votes will get closed um so which means that nobody else can vote then 2 weeks after that i will be told if I've been shortlisted for the awards which means that if I've been shortlisted it means that I get to travel to Liverpool um on the 4th of February 2022 and I'll sit at the table and obviously the nominations will come up and it'll have like a bit of a story about me you know like the tv stuff like tv awards um and then it'll come up with uh, like the work that I've done and then it'll be um congr- and the winner is and then whoever and obviously i've got two faces to practice the first one is oh my god i won ah! which i'm going to be wearing my crown for uh and then the second the second face i have to prepare for is the, oh yeah they are they're a deserving winner yes yes well done um, and try and hide the uh, the fact that i'm crying on the inside so yes final thing please 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 please, please. Let's get me there. Let's get me to that point, okay? So drop a vote if you can. Head over to the Spillet website. Drop a vote. Please, 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 if you haven't done so already. If you have done already, get in touch with family members, friends, whoever, and get them to also vote as well because it would mean the world to me. You're our hero. Thank you, Linda and Jenna Hollinghurst. Death will be the first face you'll be using. (laughs) Let's hope so. I mean, to be fair, I'm really going to practice my Mm, Yes, well done. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Guaranteed, I'm going to have a Joey Tribbiani moment where he's like, no! (laughs) Right. Anyway, I have rambled enough. (laughs) I have rambled enough. It is time to bring out my special guest of the evening i hope you're all excited i'm excited i know that laura is feeling a little bit nervous about coming out so you've got to make her feel feel a little bit welcome and uh, please can we have plenty of emojis i want you to flood the comments with emojis please okay drop me your favorite emoji and uh, drop me some clapping hands as well welcome to my fantabulous guest for this evening it is Laura Sylvester. Hello. Hi. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. I am very, very well. Thank you so much for joining me on my little spillet show here. It is thank lovely you. to see you.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me and asking me to come
0: on. <laughs> uh, more than welcome. To be fair, that I saw your story last year. And I was like, "A hundred percent, I need Laura on my show. I just i It was just a story that just needs to be told, and so i I reached out to you uh late last year, it was like, "Let's get you on. I would absolutely love to talk to you in more detail." But I was fully booked, and I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, but luckily, here we are. You've got your chance now. We're on the show, we're live, and we are going to talk about your story, aren't we? We are." <laughs> cool. Before we do that, though, I've got a little game to play. Are you ready to play? Yeah. OK, cool. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This is the five-second rule. That's right. It's the five-second rule, which is a game that I play with all of my guests. It's just a bit of an icebreaker game, just a little bit of fun. All we do is I ask you to name three somethings and you have got five seconds to name those three somethings. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. Now just say the things that come to the top of your head. If for example, it's, it's not true, then that's fine. If for example it's something that you think, oh my god, I shouldn't have said that, that's even better. <laughs> we wanna know, we wanna know the the, the ins and outs and everything, okay? Cool. Okay. <laughs> right. Here we go. Question number one. Name three smells that make you gag.
1: Um, tuna, cow manure, and egg.
0: The, yeah, there you go. There's three. Egg. Does egg make you gag?
1: I don't know why. Like, because I, I'm vegan now, but I used to like it. But oh, it, wow.
0: Okay.
1: All of it is weird do you not think like
0: to be fair yes know. actually like when you think about it, it the smell like, is pretty
1: maybe not actually egg but like you know sulfur like when you were at school in science yes yeah like yeah.
0: That. yeah yeah ah uh, the sulfur smell uh yeah. um yeah no I, I yeah i get that i get that um <laughs> <laughs> uh, name your three go-to singing in the shower songs
1: oh my god um, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any. Really.
0: No worries. Uh, have Have you got one? Have you got a song that you just think you know? What I'm going to have to sing that.
1: I don't know what it's called, but it's it's on Sabrina. Do you remember Sabrina? The witch as in witch. the
0: teenage witch, yeah. as in like the old one,
1: like the the original. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Nickelodeon. I don't know what it was called. It was like Shake You, Wear Me Funky Song, Funky Song, something like that. I don't know. You
0: know what I mean? I don't. I don't. But oh. I'm going to Google it. We're going to find amazing. it.
1: You want to watch the actual episode of it?
0: Okay, cool. We'll find it and we'll post it out later.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to sound like a weirdo for now, though.
0: <laughs> oh, Jenna Hollinghurst has commented saying she loves that song
1: it's amazing
0: jenna link me the song and then we'll we can share it afterwards thank you (laughs) linda proctor has said sing it no (laughs) i love that no (laughs) okay here we go name three things you do when no one is looking
1: oh my god i'm rubbish at this i don't know I actually will.
0: Okay, so time is finished. Uh, but give us one. Give us one thing you do when no one's looking.
1: Um, maybe pull a funny face at someone <laughs> if you made a comment that I'm, I don't like or I don't know. Um,
0: giving them side eye, like. <laughs> cool. Well, that is the five second rule. Have you had fun with that?
1: I sucked.
0: <laughs> you got three. You got three out of na- uh, three out of nine. So you know it's not that bad. You know yeah. you've done all right. There's there's other people that only get three. So yeah, you know, I think there's only been two people that have completed the whole thing, and that's like since season one. So
1: it takes me like five seconds to think of something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what people have said as well. They say that. Um, when they're playing this, it's really hard to think yeah, of on five spot. on the spot, and you've yeah. only got five seconds to do so. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it yeah, it's good. It's it, it's just a little bit of fun and a little bit of an icebreaker. Okay, let's move on. Who is Laura Sylvester?
1: I am she. Um, <laughs> so, do you want me to talk about like what I'm doing right now?
0: Yeah, let's, so who is who is Laura right now, and then we'll we'll go through yeah. everything else.
1: So yeah, I mean, right now, I mean, I've just turned thirty, which feels like a big milestone for me. Um, and I'm kind of currently yeah, setting up my own business in coaching. So I would class myself as a holistic, um, self love and empowerment coach for women. Um, nice. Kind of, Yeah, who have kind of been on um, a bit of a traumatic life themselves that are kind of wanting to build a better connection with themselves and kind of heal that, um, accept themselves and that kind of thing Um, and just live life according to their values, who they want to be without fear of judgment from other people or anything external Um, and that's yeah, that's kind of like what I'm about now and what I'm doing. And other than that, I'm just kind of like obviously, we've just been in lockdown, but we still are to an extent. Um, so yeah, things have obviously been a little bit quiet, but it's been great for kind of like self reflection and Mm -hmm. delving deeper into more of what I want to do and where I want to go with the future. So I've done a lot of, um, like courses and things like that I've done yeah like some diplomas and certifications so yeah just really like feeling empowered to kind of move forward and help other people on their journey.
0: That's brilliant I uh, for one I was on the life coaching journey myself as well during 2020 Uh, it was something that I was pursuing and I looked at the certifications and things like that one of the things that I wanted to kind of get you to expand on as well you mentioned that you are practicing in holistic uh holistic life coaching and i'm just wondering if you'd be able to expand on what the holistic means
1: yeah so like holistic basically means like mind body soul so it's like all of the three components connected like together bringing them together because i don't feel like you can work on one thing without addressing the other so like you might be able to tackle like head stuff But then, what about um, what is going on internally in the body and how you're feeling physically and that kind of thing? And how you're doing, like, at a soulful level, um, which might sound a little bit woo woo to some people. But um, I think if you're interested in that kind of thing, like doing some really deep healing work is so profound and powerful. Um, It just helps you become more of who you are. And I've, I've done it myself and doing that work is, is just amazing. And yeah, you kind of, you just feel so empowered within yourself without having to worry about comparisons around you. And, you know, you can kind of, in when you're kind of facing adversity, you can kind of keep that calm spirit about yourself. Um, you know, whatever's going on around, it's kind of like, we get the choice to react. Um, and it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of mind body it's kind of spirit, all all of that connected.
0: love it. Your story is a a very strong story that as I say, I was very, very keen to get on the show um from last year, obviously from when I saw articles in the in the newspaper. And it is something Linda mentioned it before on one of her comments that it's definitely something that needs to be uh, covered. So most definitely this area needs covering. And I'm just wondering if you would be okay in sharing your story with us today um, and lead us to what the decisions were, what happened in your life, to get you to the person that you are today. Now, before we start this story, I've just got to make sure that everybody is aware that this this story may be triggering to certain people. Um, So please watch with guidance if you need it and always seek support from parents or friends etc if you are feeling um feeling some type of way because of this video um. so yeah i'm just wondering if you'd be able to share this uh, share your story with us
1: yeah so obviously um i know you know but people that are watching um so i was diagnosed with anorexia in 2009 um, and it has been quite the battle since then um yeah it's not been easy to say the least i think when it first started out i was kind of not really aware of what anorexia was i didn't really know what was happening to me or what i don't know i just i just didn't really understand it and i think as well back then it was still not very much talked about so i kind of felt like it was something that i had to hide but at the same time i kind of didn't know that that is what was wrong with me or yeah um, yeah. but I remember there was kind of like you know when people say that you know if they've gone through like kind of almost like a death experience where they see the white light um well I actually had that myself um and that was kind of my this is where I need to do something about it because I remember I'd got back from Leeds first and um, I was obviously very unwell at the time and I was absolutely freezing cold I don't remember how I even got back um because I was so cold I ran a really hot bath and I just plunged into that but because of such temperature difference um I just like started blacking out and I immediately got out of the bath and then I just sort of like went um, to lie in my bed straight away and that's when everything just went black um, and that's when I kind of did see the white light and it sounds crazy to some people that obviously have never experienced it but that was kind of like as soon as I'd, I'd experienced that and I managed to come back around it was kind of like right this is where I need to do something now like I can't you know it's either carry on as I am and actually die or do something about it um, and that's when I kind of like looked for help for the first time um, mm-hmm. so yeah
0: Jenna has dropped a comment saying you'll help so many people by being brave enough to do this today, you're an inspiration and uh, Linda Proctor has also commented saying I can relate to this very dearly one of my close friends suffered with anorexia Yeah.
1: Um,
0: you mentioned before that you didn't even know that that's what you were going through. And I suppose that that is the, the same type of thing with any mental health uh, disorder. And, and let's be honest, you know, it is it's a mental health disorder. And mm-hmm. I suppose it is the same with absolutely every single one of them. I was uh, myself, I suffered massively uh, in deep depression for many years of my younger life. At the time, I had no idea. I had no idea that that's what I was going through. It's only when I got older uh, that things started making sense. And then once I was fully comfortable with um, knowing the fact that actually, yes, I, I, I'm i suffering with depression, I could then look back and go, yeah. that was the point. That was the point. That um, And I'm just wondering if that is the same for you, that obviously you can now look at the past and think that was my point where i knew that something was wrong if you will
1: i think for me i i knew that there was something wrong right from the beginning but i was i wasn't really sure what um and i wasn't really sure how to get help um because i think as well like a lot of people seem to think or um there's that stigma around eating disorders where or especially anorexia that um it's all about how you look and um that you want to be really thin or slim um but the thing with me which is what was confusing was that I've always been really slim um if not slightly underweight anyway so for me it was kind of like well maybe that isn't the thing that's wrong with me because that's not what the desire is um and obviously since since then you kind of go on the a learning journey it's more to do with like control and that kind of thing and you know it's not about appearance or um, weight necessarily, or or food even, um, they're the, just the things kind of that surround it, um, and it's other stuff that's going on. Um, but they can become the things that take over, or become like the the full focus. Yeah. Um, but
0: yeah. So I noticed that you said, um, obviously, when you got back from Leeds and you yeah. saw this, uh, saw this light, obviously, with the with the scenario with the yeah. bath. Uh, I noticed that there was a key word that you said, which was the the, the first time. Um, and I'm just wondering if, uh, so does this mean that the story continued after that?
1: Yeah. So from that, I actually had my first uh, inpatient stay in hospital, um, which I wasn't expecting at all. I went and I remember going to see the consultant and I was petrified and um, I kind of thought, I'd just be staying like overnight you know like at just a general hospital I wasn't I wasn't really entirely sure where I was um and then there was kind of like no you'll be staying and I just thought it must be like a week or something and then it was kind of like four months later but yeah when I found yeah so when I found out that I was kind of in there for the long haul um there was a lot of tears I just didn't know what to do what to think it was very 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 scary very new um and back then all of the rules were kind of very different to how it is now so they're kind of unimaginable now you know I I don't even know like um I was unable to get up and walk anywhere I had to be in a wheelchair um i was watched 24 7 so like when you're in the bath on the toilet that kind of thing and it was just um and really really hard so yeah that was like yeah something i kind of was like oh, I, I never want to experience this again so i and when i got out i kind of thought um you know, that I'm, I'm never going to get to this point again, but that's not really how mental illness works, unfortunately. So, um, but yeah, every, I have had five hospital admissions in total um, wow. and all have been very, very different.
0: So five, five hospital, um, and you've said every single one of them has been different. In what way what way was what ways were the different
1: I think the rules and things change right. um in and uh, each hospital's different so I've been in one in London which was uh, very different to one that I've been up here it was also hard in terms of um being so far away from family um that kind of thing when that The one in London was NHS based, whereas the others have been priories, which is private, but still kind of funded by NHS, which I'm massively grateful for. And I think, you know, like without that, I probably wouldn't still be here now. Um, But yeah, um, and they've all been kind of like around five, five months or so in total. So it's if you can, you know, if you put all of those five together, that's quite a massive chunk out of my life that I've had you know that I've spent in hospital um so you know to this day it's like you know when some people have said you know oh what are you doing with yourself and I know that I've been out of hospital like a month and I know I'm not doing anything with myself other than trying to get by each day I often feel a lot of shame around that because it's I feel like I should be at work or I should be doing something um and that can be really difficult you know I've, I've gone for a blood test or something and they'll be like oh wait what um so what do you do for work? And I'm kind of like, I don't do anything at the minute. And um, mm. I always felt like I had to make something up. So yeah.
0: With regards to you, so you said you said you were admitted into London. Um, mm-hmm. You're from Preston, though, right? Yeah. So how did you find yourself in London?
1: So I did fashion design at uni. Um, okay. Yeah. I sort of did art and design before that. Then went into fashion design. So I'm always I've always been really creative. Um, and basically, I had to do like an internship as part of my uni course. So I did one down in London, which was for a year. But while I were down there, you can imagine like uh, the long the long days, the commute. Um, I was on my feet in a fashion house twenty four seven. So it was very tiring, and it was a lot of hard work as people know, the fashion industry is like that anyway. um, But it just became too much, and gradually over the space of that year, things started to deteriorate, and then I kind of ended up in hospital down there. Even though the plan was to come home, I was kind of almost tricked into hospital down there, which was a really frightening experience. There's not enough done. There's a lot of talk, but there's not enough action when it comes to it you know people are very quick to post about mental health awareness week but there's no actual action being taken um but yeah in regards to like it in the media and stuff obviously we've just had really awful news about nikki from big brother Mm -hmm. um, passing away which was really awful and that was because she wasn't able to get funding even though she was visibly dying in front of medical professionals um and it's, it's like, how, how can that happen?
0: Yeah. You mentioned about Mental Health Awareness Week. And one of the things that I talked about uh, last week uh, was the fact that during Mental Health Awareness Week, we are very, very quick to point out like people who are suffering with depression and people who are suffering with um, other mental health uh, issues or, you know, feeling like with anxiety, depression, etc. cetera but we are we we don't look at the 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 more broader spectrum in where obviously anorexia falls into and other mental health illnesses and i'm just yeah. wondering if you'd be able to comment on what type of support or education needs to happen
1: i think more in schools i think i think the really disturbing thing is that people are getting younger you know there are more and more children developing eating disorders um and there's all of these things kind of you know on social media like filters and things like that you know people thinking that they need to change what they look like um and the whole thing at the minute where I think the government want to put um calories on menus in restaurants Mm. um for someone like me would be really um unhelpful and the thing is I believe that people that don't necessarily have an eating disorder or anything like that they aren't going to kind of know about calories like somebody might see something that is high calorie and think that's bad but that's not necessarily true so what needs to happen is education when it comes to food and diet and all the you know like lifestyle choices and things like that that needs to happen I think from being at school but not to become too obsessive or have some people like me or someone else like speaking about certain things. Um but yeah I think the thing that people are lacking is is the education from being um young but also just I, I guess support in general. Um there's not enough funding I don't think for mental health overall. Um it kind of goes elsewhere. Um, mm-hmm. And I still yeah, it's still not taken seriously enough, even though anorexia has the highest mortality rate of any mental health illness um, which is is frightening, but it's there are still some people that would class it as being a phase or something that you grow out of when you know that's simply not true. I mean, I'm 30 now and I've I've been going through it for the past 12 years. It's definitely not something I wake up and choose to be um, every day. You know, it's really not easy. So, yeah, I think, and I think as well, a lot of people are unable to get support or help because the weight isn't low enough, which then makes them kind of want to um, get a lower weight so that they can get the help. But oftentimes it doesn't always work and then it can end up being fatal.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. It definitely needs more visibility and more support and quite rightly more education as you said starting it from schools but it's not just as you said throwing calories on a menu and just going oh well let's hope for the best let's you know we've done our bit it's not about that it's about building that education and building that support around the relationships you can have with food and exercise and diet and you yeah. need to build that. You can't just go slap bang there. You yeah. go. There's your calories. Like you, to, as you say, any any young person, they don't care about any of that. Like that exactly. doesn't make any sense to them. Um, oh, they're not gonna what be able to read it. Yeah. Like, or they're not. Gonna be able, yeah.
1: Like the meaning behind what it is, because essentially all calorie is is energy, which isn't mm-hmm. bad. It just depends, kind of, you know, what it is that you put in in your body throughout the entire day or whatever, but. You know that one, and especially like you go out to eat as kind of a special occasion or a treat. People kind of don't want to see that. You know, it it would put them off, and I'm pretty sure that actual restaurants and establishments wouldn't really want to turn away the customers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Mike on Twitch has said sadly, it feels like doctors etc. want to heal, not prevent. Mm. Which. I think it's quite true, actually.
1: Yeah, and I I feel like, you know, with a mental illness, it's not really something that you can cure. It's something that you kind of have to learn to live with. Yeah. But you can still have an amazingly happy life. You just need the right support. But, yeah, I think the prevention is, what I'm saying is, you know, like at school and stuff like that, um, from a young age, if, if they're taught about you know like relationship with food nutrition all that sort of stuff then um hopefully you know it will be good going forwards
0: definitely so we we continue your story And um, mm. so you've had uh, you said five uh, five times that you were admitted And um, w- w- the last point in which you were admitted obviously that's the being the last one and that's mm. where you obviously being able to change like turn your life around i'm just wondering uh, what would the thought process behind that to get to, to who you are today
1: so my last admission wasn't that long ago it was actually in 2019 oh wow yeah um and it, it i think each time it just got worse and worse and that's because i lost faith in in the support and um the sort of medical professionals if you will because I'd been failed time and time again, it's kind of, you go into hospital, and you kind of put on the weight, but they're not really necessarily dealing with the mental side of things, which is the part that kind of needs the help, because that is what it essentially is, it's a mental illness, but it's not always taken into account, it's kind of like, you know, feed you up, um, get you to a stable enough weight, and then let you go again. But yeah, they're not under, addressing the underlying issue. So I sort of I think this time, because I've been through the system so many times as well, I kind of took it upon myself to really heal myself. I did a lot of reading, a lot of um courses. Like I said, you know, I I read some amazing um like influential books. I made sure that. I was eliminating anything that I found that was toxic to me or anything that didn't serve me Um, and just absorbing things that I knew made me feel good, that made me feel like my best self. I looked sort of to the future as well and kind of thought, this isn't the the life that I want to keep living. Um, You know, there is a life out there that you know, I've got kind of a message to share as well. I don't want other people to go through what I've been through. Um, you know, hating themselves or feeling like they need to be someone else when you everyone is already whole as they are. And that's kind of what my aim is to bring out of everyone. So Good.
0: And this... So this is obviously your your coaching journey, isn't it, now? Where you are out there to help other people, to help them see that they are worthy enough as they are. They don't necessarily need to change anything about them. And you've been recognized for this, uh, like specifically for your coaching, haven't you?
1: Yeah, so um, I was approached by Yahoo!, um news and finance um which was amazing that sort of was really unexpected um and they wanted to feature me in their article for the top 10 empowerment coaches for 2021 which was amazing so yeah the there is um an article online about kind of my story and what I do and the type of coaching that I do and that was really an honor um because yeah that is where my passion lies like I have a lot of passion for helping other people um and just getting them to live like the best life that is good for them
0: what was that like uh what was the feelings and everything when yahoo got in touch and was like we want you to feature in top 10
1: you know like there's so much spam going around at the minute and all these stupid messages and and things like click through and you know it's just to get money off you and stuff. I just thought this is a, this is not real. Um, (laughs) I know I don't, I don't don't sort of believe it. And then luckily, like I would have actually deleted it. I would have got rid of it, but it's, I actually knew another coach that had been featured previously a few years ago. And I asked her about it and I said like, how did they approach you? What was the kind of thing that you went through? Because I, and I don't – and if she wouldn't have told me, like, it is legit, like, you know, this is – they are really getting in touch with you, I think I would have rejected it because I, I wouldn't have thought it was real. Um. So, yeah.
0: I know that feeling. So when I was nominated for the uh, National Diversity Awards for Positive Role Model, it came through on an email and I was teaching dance at the, at the time. And I, I remember, like, I was going to get my phone to have a look at – um have a look at what song to put on. And I picked it up and I had an email and I read it and I was like, nah, <laughs> And then I had to, I had to Google who they were to make sure that they're legit. And yeah, they're, they're, they're fully legit. So I completely get that, especially what's as you mind? write as well. Well, what's that, sorry?
1: It's that imposter syndrome as well.
0: Yes, I talk about this all the time uh, about imposter syndrome, about like telling you that you're not good enough for that. Um, and you completely have that self-doubt all the time. I talk about it so much on this show. Um, but yeah, you're right, especially with like all the spam as well uh, yeah. that has been happening throughout 2020 and 2021. Um, and so- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, congratulations for that, by the way. What a, what a great achievement it was to, I mean, I've read it myself. I've read the article, and I will post the article out as well uh, for others to have a read of it because it's, it's brilliant and it's a brilliant achievement. And it's something that obviously you can shout about now as well. Yeah,
1: it's just like very short and sweet, gets to the point, and just describes kind of what I've been through in a nutshell and what I'm kind of doing now and why.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll um we'll post that article so others can have a read of it as well, because it is a it is an achievement and we should be shouting about it too. Yeah. I'm just wondering if you would be able to give any advice obviously you uh, this is a journey that you are uh, that you ha- have been and are currently on uh, through obviously a mental health disorder with the, uh, with anorexia and i'm just wondering if you'd be able to give some advice for anybody who may know someone who is potentially going through it themselves how they can be a better support person in their life and um, how can we support Anybody that we may know that might be going through anorexia?
1: I think um, have a lot of patience with them because I think the more you prod or try and get someone to talk about something or almost mock, um, because I feel like eating disorder is very mocked by people. Um, You know, like I have often had um, comments shouted at me like, eat a hamburger or you know something like that and it's just things like that don't obviously help but yeah I think it's just speaking to someone that you feel most comfortable with that could be a family member a friend you know it could be um your friend's mum or someone like that but yeah I think the first thing is that talking about it don't feel ashamed about that um it's not something that you've chosen you're struggling with something and it can be helped and the earlier that you do talk about it the more chances you've got of recovering fully um so yeah I think talking is is the best is the best thing but in terms of other people spotting it I think um yeah be patient with that person and don't push or prod them too hard because it could backfire um and just be really sort of gentle with them um and just let them know that whatever it is that they're going through you know they are there to help um things will be okay things can get better and will be better um and whatever it is they're going through not to feel ashamed about
0: definitely that's that's beautiful thank you with regards to laura sylvester what can we expect in the future? Where, does you, where is your path leading you to?
1: I, I don't know. I just want to, I want to help as many people as possible. Um, I'd love to sort of be like what I'm doing at the minute. So I've got a one-to-one coaching program. Um, and uh, soon I'm going to launch a three-day free um, coaching experience with me on Facebook. And in the future, what I would love to do is be able to hold retreats. Um, so like abroad or something like Bali or something like that and actually hold retreats for women as kind of like part of a um, holistic healing journey for them. Um, because yeah, it is so powerful. Like, you know, you'd come in with all these um, limiting beliefs and that kind of thing. And what my aim is to help you leave feeling so powerful and confident within yourself that you could take on the world
0: that sounds amazing as soon as you've got that set up please let us know and what we'll do is we'll we'll share that out to people because that would definitely be a great experience and i'm sure there's there's plenty of women out there especially in, in the teacup community uh, who would absolutely love that type of experience as well well is there anything that we haven't talked about that you would like the opportunity to discuss now
1: um I think just I think because it's kind of been about um eating disorders and stuff kind of just be aware about comments that you make even to people that don't have an eating disorder because that can often be the start of it so you know like people that have been in lockdown they might have gained weight over over lockdown um for whatever reason which is nothing to be ashamed of But, you know, like people go into workplaces and be like, oh, what are you eating for lunch? Or oh, you've piled on the pounds over lockdown. Things like that can start them off, you know. Um, And so whatever someone's eating or how they look is irrelevant to you or um, why it needs to be brought up. You know, you're speaking to the person that they are, not their external look or anything like that. So, yeah, I think... That is definitely a really good message um, because that is sometimes the start of an eating disorder. I and mean, they can happen at any age.
0: Definitely. A hundred percent. It's none of your business. <laughs> yeah. Like, be all and end all is none of your business. If somebody is piled on the way, you don't need to point that out. You don't need to say anything about that. Um you know, somebody who's coming in on their lunch break or whatever to work, and they've got they've gone to Subway and they've got a foot long sub with absolutely everything yeah. on it. Don't matter, don't matter yeah. to you. It doesn't yeah. affect your life. Um, no. Just exactly. leave them to it. Just be. You know, if they're a work colleague, if they're a friend or a family member, it doesn't that doesn't give you the right. No. Just because you know them doesn't give you the right to make a comment.
1: Yeah, stay in your lane.
0: Yeah, say worry about yourself. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well that's that brings us round about to the end of the show have you had fun
1: yeah it's been amazing i think it's been a really good chance to talk about something that needs to be talked about more
0: definitely and you you were quite right as well i mean the the, the reason that i wanted to do this episode uh, we obviously have more recently had the news about nikki graham uh, rip nikki graham and um, absolutely amazing individual and when that happened, I was like, "I have to shuffle things around. We need to get you on earlier," yeah. uh, because of that reason. And yeah. let's—it's it, sad to—it's sad to think this, but let's hope that from what's happened with Nikki Graham, is getting people talking about it. And let's hope there's some positivity can come from that. And it, as I say, it's—it's it's horrible to think like that. Cause, you know, it should never have happened in the first place. Um, but let's hope that something is done now uh, yeah. and we, we, we push that further as well.
1: Uh, a few comments
0: coming in. Um, we've got Mike on Twitch. Uh, you've come across fantastic. It's been lovely meeting you. And you. Uh, plenty of applauses as well. Hannah on Facebook <laughs> has done lots of applauses. Uh, Linda has commented saying, look after number one. Yeah. And Leela has put, everyone should just be kind to each other as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I'm just wondering if you've got some final thoughts for us
1: um I think ultimately just be yourself simple as that doesn't really it does not matter what anyone else thinks you know if someone has a comment or anything like that you might never see this person again if something makes you happy do it
0: I love that absolutely love it and that then takes us uh, to the end of of your section, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Thank At you. the end of every show, uh, I give my guests the opportunity to give a quote, and it can be something that they stand by, live by. It could be something that they've just heard that they just really like, or it could be something that they've made up that they, they just think, you know what, that's what that's my quote forever. And I'm just wondering if you've got our uh, got a quote for us today.
1: Yes, yeah, so I've got one by Carl Jung. Um, he was a Swiss. Um psychiatrist or psycho- psychologist and it is um the privilege of a lifetime is to become yourself or become who you truly are um and when I came across that it was just everything that I'm about it's kind of like there's only one version of you in the world why would you want to be anyone else when you can just be you and shine as you are um yeah and you don't need to be anyone else that is the privilege.
0: I, I absolutely love that quote. I genuinely love that quote. And the the meaning that you've where well, you've just explained that as well. Uh it yeah, it's just it's beautiful. Beautiful. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. You. Uh you are free to say your goodbyes to everyone.
1: Well, thank you for everyone that's watched, um, or whoever is gonna watch on replay or anything like that. I hope that it's kind of shed a light on something that is important um and hopefully there is more done in the future about it.
0: one hundred percent thank you well i'll I will Thanks. see you soon.
1: yeah, see you soon thank you everyone bye bye
0: wow wow, 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 wow wow. I'm sure you'll agree, obviously, an amazing guest to have on the show uh Linda Proctor straight in, thank you for sharing yeah. Thank you, Laura, so much for sharing your story. Thank you for being so honest, so open, and so vulnerable as well. Um, what, a, what a great show. Leela, well done. Keep up the good work. Every success for the future. Keep those comments rolling through. Uh, Laura can still see all of the messages coming through as well. So if you've got any comments or questions or whatever, keep them rolling through and be We'll be sure that, obviously, she, she picks them up. But what a great guest. What a great guest to have on the Spill it show this evening. Well, next week, so next week's episode, what a banger to kick off season two in June of Spill it. So what a banger to kick off, kick off June. We have got all over again, again, so All Over Again, we last on the show when they did a takeover with Jonathan Simpson. They are back, back, back again uh, after their EP debut release. And they'll be back talking about everything that's come from there and also what is, the, what is coming up next for All Over Again, which I am really, really, really looking forward to. But let's talk about what does june look like in general so here we go so next week we have got all over again and uh, which we've just talked about then we are then followed by bobby Hedglin taylor talking about things that his mama says so uh bobby's mom recently passed away and he's been using his creativity to channel into a book, he's written several books now about certain quotes that his mum used to say and things like that, which is gonna be an amazing episode to have, uh, an amazing guest to have as well. Then we are joined by Jackie Roby, who will be coming on and talking about how you can better yourself through travel, talking about mental health through travel, which I'm really, really looking forward to. And then after that, on June, On June the 21st, did you know it will be Spillett's first birthday? And what a guest I have got for June the 21st. Here we go. It is Joey Kramer, the star of the 1980s film, uh, Flights of the Navigator. What an amazing guest. I cannot wait to speak to Joey Kramer. It's going to be absolutely epic. That'll be on Wednesday, the 21st of June to celebrate Spillit's first birthday, talking about life after The Navigator. Oh, what what a great episode it's going to be. I can't wait. And then lastly, to close off June, we will be speaking to Pia Prana, who is a coach, and she'll be talking about family and the roles that we play in the the family life, in the family portrait, if you will. Talking about how family can really affect your mental health, uh, whether that be for good or for bad, the bonds that we create through our family, but then also, the, as I say, the roles that we slip into, the psychological roles that we slip into in the family portrait. These are all going to be great guests, and I cannot wait to sit down with every single one of them. My name is Marcus Wright. You can find me on all my social medias and they are on my website at www.spillit.uk where you can also find out all of the upcoming guests, information of all the upcoming guests, but then also connect with all of the guests as well. You can also, on the website, support me. You can buy... Merch like these lovely, lovely hoodies. There's also Spillet hats, beanie hats as well, and there's also Spillet t-shirts available. There are there is going to be soon some more Spillet merch landing as well, which I cannot wait for. But you can buy the merch directly from the Spillet website there is also an option to join the spill it patreon where you can become an official teacup by sponsoring this show by t- uh, donating two pounds per month and you'll be getting hold of some spill it goodies if you do so another way that you can support me is just by inviting people into the spill it poll. So if you're watching this via facebook then you can invite people to the spill it page and that's just at www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it you can share the YouTube page. You can also share the Twitch channel and you can invite people to it as well. The best way, though, that you can support me is by leaving a review. If you're watching this via Facebook Live, you can jump onto the Facebook page and just leave me a five-star review, no less. I, I, I don't accept any less than five stars. Well, you can leave a five-star review for me. And also, if you're listening to this via Apple Podcasts, you can also leave me a five-star review on there. I mean, if you didn't enjoy the show or you didn't enjoy me or this, what, I, what I'm doing, you know, don't leave me a review. That's fine. You know, you don't have to leave me a review. But if you do leave me a review, make sure it's a five-star review. <laughs> and, of course, of course, the number one way that you can support me is by voting. Make sure that you head over to the Spillit website at www.spillit.uk and you leave me a vote. Please just leave me a vote. Let me get shortlisted. <laughs> please, 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 please. <laughs> right, and that then takes us to the end of the show. I hope you've had fun. Thank you so much for joining me and joining Laura for all of your questions and comments and everything keep being fabulous you lovely teacups out there thank you thank you thank you thank you so much for watching and (laughs) until we spill it again it's baffin out